Hey, hey, how is it going, lovely people? Welcome you all and thank you so much for being here with me, listening to my seventh episode of Fire Parents Life podcast. It is Sunday, June 28, 2020 at the time of this recording and we are finally in stage two, gradually moving ahead the right direction and out of most of the major restrictions due to COVID-19 pandemic here in the city of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Since I'm a regular swimmer and I have a pool in the building where I live, which of course got shut at the end of March, I'm so excited that outdoor pools are opened as of Friday, June 26th. And most importantly, I can't wait for the gyms reopening soon too, hopefully within the next two weeks or so. All my fingers crossed, I'm telling you. Before I jump into today's episode, I wanted you to know this little backstory about how and where I source all this valuable information from. When I came up with the name for this episode, The Art of Happiness, I was like, OMG, what am I going to talk about since happiness is such a broad concept? I felt like I would never be able to put something sensible together that will cover most of my views and main points on happiness, or at least the way I truly feel about it. Thankfully, this is what happened. I go on my computer to see what I could start gathering for this episode and search for the exact title. Guess what comes up? I had no idea there is this book with the same title by the Dalai Lama and Howard C. Cutler in which they are discussing this very topic. Yes, it must be a sign, I thought to myself. Now this is something, right? For those of you who don't know who the Dalai Lama is, here is a brief biography. His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama Tenzin Gyatso, described himself as a simple Buddhist monk. He is the spiritual leader of Tibet. He was born on 6th of July 1935 to a farming family in a small hamlet located in Takser Amdo, northeastern Tibet. At the age of two, the child then named Lama Dondap was recognized as the reincarnation of the previous 13 Dalai Lama, Tapten Gayatso. The Dalai Lamas are believed to be manifestations of Avalokiteshvara or Chenrezig, the Bodhisattva of compassion and the patron saint of Tibet. Bodhisattvas are realized beings inspired by a wish to attain Buddhahood for the benefit of all sentient beings who have vowed to be reborn in the world to help humanity. Let's dive in. Ready? How can we achieve lasting happiness? I doubt there is someone who doesn't care to know and I'm sure we can all agree on that. Did you ever wonder who is the happiest man in the world? If you google it, the name Matthew Ricard pops up. Matthew Ricard, 69 years old, is a Tibetan Buddhist monk originally from France who has been called the world's happiest man. He says, stop thinking me, myself and I, or just me, me, me. To Ricard, the answer comes down to altruism. The reason is that thinking about yourself and how to make things better for yourself all the time is exhausting and stressful and it ultimately leads to unhappiness. Instead, start by thinking happy thoughts for 10 to 15 minutes a day. Top 5 happiest countries in the world are Finland as number 1, Denmark 2, Switzerland 3, Iceland 4 and Norway number 5. Canada is at 11th place and USA number 18th. Who would have thought that mainly European countries are in the top 10 happiest countries in the world? Surprised? Happiness is the brass ring that mankind continues to search for, yet it invariably eludes him. It's one of the hardest tasks in life to harness and to master. But ultimately, if you want to find happiness, we need to be able to see that there is light in the dark. When the circumstances are dictating that there is little optimism to go around, our souls sink deeper into desolation and despondency. Many would find this advice stereotyped, but the spiritual leader of the Tibetan people, the Dalai Lama, wouldn't agree. He is a giant among men who understands happiness. If you, like me, are fascinated by the human quest to understand the underpinnings of happiness, then this episode of Fire Parents Life podcast was created with you in mind. 
In his book The Art of Happiness, the Dalai Lama shares his secrets to a life of contentment. I compiled a summarized overview of his insights on how to achieve lasting happiness, why compassion and intimacy are so important, and how you can overcome suffering and negative states of mind. Let's get started, shall we? Number one, don't focus on external circumstances. Most people will readily agree that the purpose of life is to seek happiness. Yet, for some reason, we often see happiness itself as something mysterious and hard to define and we have a poor understanding of what makes us happy. According to the Dalai Lama, by training one's mind, it is possible to learn how to be happier. External events can affect a person's happiness in the short term, but our level of happiness tends to revert back to a certain baseline soon after the event. Winning the lottery only produces a short-lived happiness high, which subsides quickly. Similarly, people who face sudden and tragic health problems like a diagnosis of cancer or paralysis typically after a period of grieving recovered their previous level of happiness. Hence, it seems no specific external conditions can really affect our happiness in the long run. Our mental state, however, constantly affects how we perceive the world. Consider, for example, how negative emotions skew our view of other people when we are angry, even dear friends can seem annoying, cold and hostile. It is possible to train your mind so that you identify and cultivate positive mental states while eliminating the negative ones. This eventually brings a calmness that allows you to live a happy, joyous life, no matter what the external situation. Number two, cultivate universal compassion. The Dalai Lama places great emphasis on developing and cultivating compassion. It is an important component of not only Buddhist spiritual development, but also of robust lasting happiness. Compassion is a state of mind that is non-aggressive, a wish to see all other living creatures free from suffering. The mental and physical benefits range from experiencing an emotional high after helping others to gaining a longer life expectancy yourself. To cultivate compassion, try to be empathetic toward others and actively try to understand things from their perspective. An effective method for this is to understand their backgrounds and focus on the commonalities you share. Say for example, your cab driver tries to overcharge you. Instead of getting angry, you could think about what you and your driver have in common, like that you are both tired, hungry and want to get back to your families. Then try to examine yourself in their shoes. How would you feel? This usually helps to develop empathy and reduce the anger you would feel, leading to more compassion and a happier life. Number three, build close intimate relationships. Having close relationships with other people promotes both physical and mental well-being, but the Western viewpoint that deep intimacy can only be achieved through a romantic relationship can be problematic, since people who don't find such a relationship often feel lonely and unhappy. Lasting relationships, on the other hand, are based on respect and appreciation of the other person. This kind of relationship requires knowing the deeper nature of the other person, which requires time. The Dalai Lama himself said he felt an intimate connection with wide array of people around him, for example his tutors and cooks. He even went as far as discussing state affairs with a cleaner sweeping the floors. By embracing the countless opportunities to connect to other people every day, we can lead happier lives. Number 4. Find your way to spirituality. The benefits of a strong religious conviction are well documented in numerous studies and range from happier families to better health. But spirituality is not dependent on any specific religion and the Dalai Lama believes any of the world's major religions can offer people a happier life. In fact, 
There is also a kind of spirituality that exists completely outside of the sphere of religious belief, which comprises basic human qualities like goodness, compassion and caring for one another, and it is therefore attainable by atheists and religious people alike. For example, if you find yourself in a situation where you are tempted to insult someone, you can practice basic spirituality by challenging that wish and restraining yourself from indulging it. Embracing these qualities brings us closer to all of humanity, helping us become calmer, happier and more peaceful. Number 5. Accept suffering as a natural quality of life. Westerners tend not to understand that suffering is a part of life and often see themselves as victims of some malignant force when something goes wrong. But suffering is inevitable, as all of us will grow old and die. Eastern cultures seem to be more accepting of this fact, perhaps because people in Asia tend to live in a closer proximity to poverty and daily suffering than their Western counterparts. Trying to avoid or ignore this fact is only a temporary solution. When you inevitably do encounter suffering in one form or another, your mental attitudes becomes of paramount importance. If you fear suffering as something unnatural and unfair, you will feel like a victim and assign blame when you should be trying to eliminate the mental root causes of suffering. Suffering may be natural, but we often inadvertently magnify it ourselves by actively subjecting ourselves to unnecessary anguish. By accepting that suffering is natural, you can confront and analyze its causes, including whether you may be partially creating it, and begin to lead a happier life. Number 6. Eliminate negative attitudes and feelings. The Dalai Lama believes that negative states of mind like anger and fear are obstructions that stop us from achieving our natural happy state. They are poisons. But certainly positive states of mind such love, compassion, patience and generosity can act as antidotes to them, eliminating harmful emotions, attitudes and behaviors. Hence, to eliminate negativity, positive emotions and behaviors should be habitually cultivated. Depressed people, for example, often have a distorted way of thinking when they may focus their thoughts exclusively on negative things such as trouble at work or financial difficulties and completely overlook the fact that they have much to be happy about like good health and a charming loving family. Studies have proven that correcting these distorted modes of thinking can make people happier. We can eliminate negative attitudes, feelings and habits only through sustained effort and determination to change. Number 7. Find the good in every situation. When people encounter a negative situation, they tend to see it rigidly as 100% negative. Generally though, most situations contain both positive and negative elements and can be viewed from several alternative angles. For example, you might consider having to sit next to an annoying, flatulent person on a plane as purely negative situation, or you could see it as an opportunity to practice patience and tolerance. Such a switch can also help you find meaning in pain and suffering. When you next encounter obstacles in your life, don't wallow in self-pity and cry, why me? But instead, consider it a chance to become stronger. Find purpose in suffering and thrive. The ability to shift perspective is facilitated by having a so-called supple mind, a certain mental flexibility. Anyone can develop this flexibility by deliberately trying to shift perspective as we encounter unpleasant events in life. Number 8. Get rid of negative feelings. Of all the negative mental states, anger and hatred are the greatest obstacles to happiness. When a feeling of anger or hatred arises in us, it rapidly destroys our peace of mind. It also obliterates our judgment, often leading us to take actions that only worsen the situation and make us even angrier. 
Scientific studies have clearly demonstrated that tendencies toward anger, rage and hostility have negative health effects too, for example they substantially increase a person's risk of heart disease. By applying such a logical appraisal to the anger and by trying to replace negative feelings with thoughts of patience and tolerance, the anger often dilutes. Number 9. Replace negative feelings with positive feelings. Anger and hatred cannot be overcome by simply suppressing them. On the other hand, venting anger by raging and shouting tends to increase negative feelings, not to reduce them. Hence, the correct response to anger is to learn how to use antidotes of patience and tolerance against it and to cultivate them, for example through meditative exercises. When you feel angry, the correct response in the eyes of both the Dalai Lama and Western scientific studies is to simply take a time out, pause to analyze the situation. Where did the anger come from? What factors created it? Is it destructive or constructive? Confront and analyze your feelings of anger and hatred and replace them with patience and tolerance. Number 10. Get rid of anxiety and low self-esteem. Fear, anxiety and worry are things that all people experience from time to time. They are natural responses to certain circumstances, but when they become excessive or constant, they can cause serious mental and even physical symptoms such as weakened immune response and heart disease. Excessive anxiety is often related to poor self-confidence and the Dalai Lama feels the antidote for this is to be honest with yourself and others about your capabilities and limitations. If you are comfortable with your own limits, you can confidently admit when you cannot do or don't know something without losing your self-esteem in the process. Sometimes low self-esteem can reach the extreme of self-hatred where a person feels completely unworthy and may even contemplate suicide. The antidote to such an extreme mental state is to remind yourself of the marvelous intellect and potential for development within every single human being, including you. Tibetans contemplate this routinely in their daily meditations, which is most likely why self-hatred is virtually unknown concept in their society. To sum it up, to combat any potential anxiety and low self-confidence, we must examine our thoughts, motives and capabilities honestly. Listen to this audio to recognize the major key to happiness and where we need to start. Enjoy listening and don't forget to give yourself a hug. You deserve it. So today, I want to speak directly to you, straight from the heart. It's been brought to my attention that some of you out there don't believe in yourself. Some of you out there don't love yourself. Some of you out there are worried about what everybody else is saying about you. You're so consumed with helping this person. You're so consumed with helping that person. The babies, your friends, your family, your significant other. That you forgot about yourself. All that stops today. I'm your voice of reason. I'm sitting right up in your living room reminding you to love you some you. A major key to happiness, a major key to success, a major key to living a life fulfilled is finding a way to fall in love with you. You're worth it. You're worthy. You are more than enough no matter what you've done in your past, no matter what they say. You got this. Sometimes you got to push that sunshine through those dark days, through those dark clouds. So this is the very moment 
that I need you to do yourself a favor and hug your dad. <laughs> My wife told me to keep it clean. Hug yourself because your current state does not seal your fate. And if they can't relate, that has nothing to do with you. Don't let them, don't let they, don't let those determine who you are. You make that determination. Sometimes we fall out of love with ourselves because we don't take the time to forgive ourselves for our past problems, for our past issues, for our past mistakes. This is the moment that you forgive yourself and you fall back in love with you. You are amazing. You beat the odds, you were born. So that means that there is a definite plan in place for you. I can see greatness in you. But the question is, do you see greatness in you? For so long you've let the demons run your brain. You've let the negative thoughts run your brain. It's time for you to release yourself from that mental prison. Break them shackles. And remind yourself that it's super important that you love you some you. If you don't believe it, you find yourself a mirror. And you say this over and over again until you believe it in your heart of hearts. I am worthy. I am enough. I'm imperfectly perfect. I'm working hard to become the best version of myself. I love me some me. Because until you love yourself, it's virtually impossible to truly love somebody else. So right now it's time to smile. It's time to power through and put yourself in a position to win in every aspect of your life. Live your life and make sure that you love you some you. Climb over the hump and make each and every day of your life a Wednesday. This is a great day to win. We can all achieve lasting happiness, but only through inner mental discipline, not as a result of external circumstances like wealth or good fortune. Let's make this agreement with ourselves and cultivate compassion, spirituality and a supple mind as these supreme human qualities can significantly help us deal with pain and suffering when they arise. Happiness is that feeling that comes over you when you know life is good and you can't help it but smile for no particular reason. You tend to be grateful for little things, you seem to be able to relate to strangers much easier and typically feel stronger interconnectedness with other fellow human beings. This is something that the world could forever use to its greatest extent and yet it still won't be enough to spread across the whole population of our planet Earth with some 7.8 billion as of June 2020. Decision is yours and it's up to every single one of us to begin here and now, so let's make the world a better place with more joy and happiness together. By the way, what is your definition of happiness and what do you do to make it last? Please share your thoughts with me using the voice message option, write a comment below, get in touch with me directly at Fidepreneur on Facebook and Instagram or through my blog at fidepreneur.com where you can find even more of this content, visuals and other useful resources. I have some big news to share with you guys. 
I wanted to announce and invite you to check out my new YouTube channel at Father Parents Life, where I'll be posting great motivational videos for more inspiration and happiness almost daily. So please go ahead and make sure you watch and subscribe, never missing these amazing videos I put together for you to help you stay motivated and ideally remaining on top of our extraordinary lives we were all gifted. I'm going to list all the links in the show notes so you can easily go back and check everything I mentioned in this episode. Sounds good? There you go. That's all for me for this lucky number episode number 7. So hope you guys enjoy listening and learn something new once more. Stay healthy you all, dream big and see you again in two weeks where I'll be talking about another key important topic we all need more of in this short attention span and increasingly more and more distracted world and that is nothing else but F-O-C-U-S. Focus. Peace out.